Hello, welcome to the Faces of Food podcast.、Uh, we are live recording at Eat Stockholm Food Forum 2019. This is Biz Gormley. I'm the Director of Engagement and Communication at Eat, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Alpha today. Can you give us a little bit of a blurb on who you are and where you came from? Sure. Hi, Biz.、Um, such a pleasure to be here. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago.、Um, my friends call me Al Farmer, and I usually start by saying I'm an agriholic. <laughs> so I'm the founder and executive director of Y Farm, which means we help youth farm and we pioneer agricultural educational entertainment, also known as agri edutainment, to ensure that our youth and our kids, you know, understand sustainable agriculture, understand food and nutrition security, and grow up in a world that they could. Contribute towards alleviating hunger and poverty. Beautiful. Thank you for being here. How was your journey? What brought you all the way to Stockholm? Yeah, I mean,、um, my journey was great. It was long, but、um, you know, I, I when I travel, I reflect a lot of what I'm, where I'm coming from, and what I'm going to, how I'm going to contribute, make sure I,、um, you know, receive maximum benefit, and actually share with persons who are there.、Um, I think what got me here is really being able to talk about food. In the context of of youth and agriculture and how they can contribute towards it,、um, definitely talking about our superhero character as well, the first and only、mm. food and nutrition security superhero in the world called Agriman. And Agriman sent me with a message. So it goes like this: Boys and girls, I'm the Agriman. To feed the world is my master plan. If you plant one tree, you could eat for free. This will guarantee food security、Ooh. from field to farm. Let's let it sprout so we can see and end the drought. Once we all grow what we need, soon the whole world we can feed. Man, agreeman, 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 agreeman. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Agerman. Through you as well to the、yep. podcast. Yeah.、Um, I'm. I've been transported into Agerman world, so I need to bring it back into Stockholm. <laughs> But we do want to kind of get transported into your life and learn more about you. And I'm curious if you can kind of we can close our eyes and travel to your breakfast table. Let us know what's it like. You know, what's what's it look like when you sit down for breakfast in the morning in your home? What's on the table? What are you feeling? Yeah,、um, definitely fresh fruits.、Um, you know, in Trinidad and Tobago, we are from the, you know, tropical island, and、um, so you know, you'd see some some papaya, which we call popo. You'd see some pineapple. We would see some mangoes,、um, maybe some watermelon, and then you know,、uh, as a heavier、um, breakfast, we would see some like sada roti.、Mm. It's 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 made of flour, so we call it we call it roti in Trinidad. Maybe with some sides on it, like some potato. You call it sada potato,、mm -hmm. and then maybe like some smoked herring or some saltfish, which we call buljoi,、mm -hmm. and、um, you know mix up in some nice onions with some、um, tomatoes, and then like maybe a nice um, fresh um, glass of orange juice or coconut water sometimes,、mm -hmm. or maybe at times some some porridge. So that's a nice. You're gonna fill us up well. Yeah, healthy Caribbean breakfast. Yes, good.、Yeah. Do you have morning rituals that you do? Well, yeah. I mean, I have morning rituals. You know, coming from the Islamic faith, so there's like、um, the morning prayer very early in the morning, way before breakfast.、Um, but you know, you generally in the Caribbean, I think that、um, you know. 
life has gotten very busy. <laughs> so you maybe have breakfast on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe on the weekends, you might have breakfast with the family when everyone is at home, which mm-hmm. sometimes is hard to happen. But yeah, and sometimes you maybe grab a, a, what we call a doubles. It's a barra. It's like the real traditional bagel um, delicacy. And um, a lot of people have it for breakfast. It's, it's barra, two sides, and with chana. And like with chutney, which is like some pepper, and with some some shadow benny sauce, some sometimes some tamarind sauce in there, which we call tamarind, mm. and it's really excellent. And you have it on the side of the streets. So if you come to Trinidad, you must try doubles. Ask for doubles, and you're gonna enjoy it. It sounds like we need to go to Trinidad and you try should. it you for should. sure. This podcast is making me hungry already. <laughs> so, um, what makes you get up in the morning? What drives you? Yeah, you know, having a Having a will that needs to be fed and um, understanding that agriman plays a very important role, a very vital role in this, you know, that gets me up in the morning to just keep driving it. And, you know, we speak a lot about food freedom because you know, a lot of people in the Caribbean think that, um, you know, that, that, that farming was once a slavery thing. Mm. And, um, you know, but we have sort of reversed that through our work and said that, you know, who, he who feeds you controls you. So, you know, if you think that farming was slavery, maybe, and now at this point in time, you know, if you're not feeding yourself and someone is feeding you, then maybe you are still being enslaved. Mm. So, you know, understanding the changing of these minds has to happen and daily we see it happening. So a lot of persons that we inspire would come back and inspire me. And that would keep me to inspire others, you know. Yeah. So it's really about creating that systemic change around youth, understanding that, um, you know, when I was a child and I went to the schools uh, in my in my elementary school at the career days, there was never a farmer represented, mm-hmm. you know. So this really ensured me that we have to be able to go to these schools and tell these children that, hey, you could become a farmer, you could become an agriculturist, you could become someone working in swagriculture, you could become someone working in agri-technology and showcase all the the careers that exist in agriculture. What made you make this choice? Yeah, I mean, I think that as a child, I grew up on a farm, but I sort of miss the why. You know, my dad was a not like a full-time farmer, but that was his hobby. And he worked in the oil and gas, but he really loved the soil and the grass. Mm. And, um, you know, not really being able to connect with a why. It was just like hard work. Do we have to go on the farm? <laughs> you know, but I, as I grow older, you know, you, I realized the importance. Yeah. Realized that food, you know, yes, you could get it at the supermarket, but you could also get it from your backyard as well. And it saves on the bills. It's, it makes you eat healthier. You know, if you eat what you grow and you grow what you eat, you know what you put in your body, you know, so you know exactly, you know, what's getting you strong and what could possibly get you weak, right? Mm-hmm. So... As I grew older, I realized that the first time I heard the word food security was at the university. Mm. And I said to my professor that that's crazy. Yeah. Like, how could I hear about a really important topic so late in life? Yeah. And it's not just myself, but it's my entire generation. So I wanted to start 
getting this conversation happening with the young people and people would be like food security no that's too difficult for the kids to understand and i'm like are you crazy you know me because kids understand geometry right. you know so it's just about bringing that conversation in an engaging creative way that they would appreciate it they would understand it and they could actually contribute towards it as simple as not wasting one grain of rice right yeah and it seems that your work really is from that one grain of rice at a time level all the way up to really those big systemic issues. Yeah. What is the kind of next up and coming thing that you're invested in right now or what are you putting into motion right now at work? Yeah, I mean, right now, the immediate right now, we have uh, Agripreneur Mastermind Program, mm -hmm. which, which stands for AMP. So we call it AMP It Up TNT. Yeah, we oh. love these puns. We love these acronyms. <laughs> and um, it's going to select TNTs. So TNTs, Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. TNTs, next top agripreneur. You know, we always hear about next top supermodel, next top soca star, next top you name it yeah. but we want to create we want to find TNT's next top agripreneur nice. and we have some amazing partners and it's going to be launched and it's, it's starting in July to August of this year beautiful so that is right now for the very near future we want to develop Y Farms Global School of Agriculture hmm. and we call it a youth university and you know we want to get people from all around the world to come and understand our methodology yeah. sort of like training the trainers so that people will understand the, the best practices and engaging young people in agriculture yeah. a lot of people start with the how yeah. and our Wi-Fi methodology is starting with the why nice you know you, you give a man a fish you feed him for one day yeah. You teach a man how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Right. You teach a man why to fish, you feed him, he feeds himself, he feeds his community, he feeds his family, and they understand that why, so they continue feeding themselves as well. Mm -hmm. But that's, that is only if they understand the why. Sure. Do you uh, come up against challenges? Definitely. What do they take? <laughs> um, you know, we always, we are people that are very resilient, so we always... You know, try to overcome these challenges even sometimes before they come. You know, you kind of look at the market, you look at where the, where the trends and the, the, the conversations are going. But I think with partnership, um, we really overcome some of these things. You know, um, we really believe in, in mentorship, you know, and we, we encourage our young clients, our young persons as well to believe in mentorship. You know, we say at YFAM that, you know, you could, you know, you try to do something that maybe might take you 10 years, but with a mentor who tells you how to do it, with the experience, it might take you one year to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, the usual challenge is sometimes we would say funding, but we have stopped that conversation because there's a lot of things prior to funding that you need to get in order as well. Sure. You know, so as young organizations, as young innovators, I tell my, my colleagues that don't just run to say, well, we, we're looking for money and we can't get the money. You know, maybe look at why and what do you need to put in place in your house to be able to get that money? Because sometimes when it comes, you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You know? And Monday is not the end of the game. Exactly. Do you, um, do you see ways that research or scientists or, you know, players that are maybe doing a different part of the work and a different part of the food system could help you transform your challenges into greater opportunities? Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely because, you know, we, we sort of tend to look at my work as some bit of psychology sometimes because it's about changing minds. Mm. It's about convincing a generation that, um, you know, that just as you have all these different career options as a child, you know, agriculture, as we say, agriculture must be one of them. 
Yeah. You know, so of course, with science and research, you know, we would want to find theories that could back this up. You know, how does this affect the brain? Where, where did we go wrong? Why is there a need right now to have a campaign on, you know, making agriculture? Well, as some people, I don't like to use the word sexy because it's children we're talking to, but making agriculture <laughs> attractive. Yeah. You know, like what went wrong? You know, yeah. like why, how is it that agriculture, the most important thing, I'm not saying one of the most important, um, and the farmer being the most important occupation, how do we need to convince people that it's, that it's so when you have yeah. to eat three times a day and for persons like me who's a bit greedy, maybe five times a day, <laughs> you know? So like, where did we go wrong? And, you know, research would be able to sort of help us with that track where in history we went wrong and sort of help to reverse that by, you know, of course, good data, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a long day at work, though. It's time to go to dinner. Yeah. So we're going to journey out of work and, uh, and over to... To learning, if you were going to have uh, your kind of fantasy ultimate dinner party, mm. you could invite three people, living or dead. Okay. Who would they be? Wow. This is a tough one. Hmm. Who am I? Who are they going to be? Yeah. I I sort of um, I sort of envision Norman Bullock being there. Yeah. You know, he's like the father of, of the, the Green Revolution. Um. I would love my grandfather to be there because yeah. he always kind of like believed in me. When I started this conversation about why farm, he was a bit curious, like, are you really going to leave your job to do this? But <laughs> but then, you know, as it started to grow, he really believed and he passed away now. Hmm. And um, hmm. yeah, and then I think I need like someone, someone like Mansa Musa. You know, who's like a, the richest man in the world from West Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's has, he would have a lot of wealth to be able to invest in in these conversations and to be able to, yeah, like invest in Agriman being on big screen. So I'm going to feed them well and tell them all about the food yeah. and then catch them and captivate them by telling them about Agriman Adventures. I believe. You're going to give them shirts? Yeah. I'm going to give them some shirts as well. <laughs> Got great Agriman t-shirts. Yeah. So if they this, this council of, of wise men are with you at the table, what are you serving for dinner? Yeah. I think, um, let me see, that dinner is going to look like maybe a little bit of jerk chicken. Yeah, I don't know. I hope they eat meat. <laughs> maybe a little bit of jerk chicken. Um and then maybe maybe some like some mashed potatoes, but it's a nice mixed mashed mashed potato that we do in Trinidad with a little bit of pilau. What's that? Yeah, pilau is a is a is a mixed rice and peas and carrots and some seasoning and it's just like yeah, when you have it, yeah, you 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 will you will you wouldn't regret it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a, and so maybe like a nice smoothie of some Caribbean tropical mixed drinks, you know. Beautiful. Yeah, some virgin virgin pina colada or something really fresh, not the ones that you know isn't good. <laughs> really fresh ones. <laughs> Nothing not good. Yeah. Um, you were talking when you came in about having just had lunch and learning more about the planetary health diet that we've yeah. been talking about out here. Yeah. About out here. Yeah. And I'm curious, when you look at that plate and you see kind of these uh, 
little pieces of the pie for things like meat and fish and and chicken and a big piece of the plate being for veg. Does that feel like it's aligned with where you are or that you'd have to kind of make adjustments either with the meal you're thinking about serving the wise men or um, in your own day-to-day life? It would definitely require some adjustments. I must be honest. Um, You know, we sort of consume a lot of meat in Trinidad. But um, but I think once I could get it to be that tasty, because lunch was really tasty. I ate everything. Um, Of course, I try my best not to waste any food because argument promotes zero waste. (laughs) So I have to eat it, even if I don't like sometimes when I go for lunch somewhere. But today was really excellent. And yeah, it would require some adjustments on my behalf. But you know, it's it's it would really be like a, a mind thing and understanding the why again, right. understanding the purpose. Yeah, and I think I you know I wouldn't be and of course healthy health is really uh, you know an important integral part of what I do as well. Yeah. So even with myself, I know I have changes to make with my diet. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I'm gradually getting there. Yeah, you know, it's really a process because you know you don't want to just jump too deep into something. And all of a sudden, I'm vegan, and then you know you crash within two months. Right. So I want to really make that change, and um, I'm getting there. Sounds good. We're all on our own journey on that one. Yep. I'm curious as we kind of close out the meal and think about moving into maybe you're heading off to bed, maybe you journal, maybe it sounds like you might have a prayer practice. I'm curious when you stop and you reflect on the big picture. What are the issues that you would kind of follow the kids into the streets for? What are the issues that are just the most pressing that you kind of get stuck on that you're ready to fight for in this, in the same way that we've seen, you know, youth around the world respond to, for example, the climate strikes? Maybe there's a lot. Um, but I think like maybe the issues are within the youth themselves of believing in themselves and having, you know, self-excellence. Yeah. You know, too much times I come across youths that, you know, because of different challenges that they may have faced as well, not necessarily, not totally not their fault. Um, young people, you know, not believing in themselves. Now there's a lot of those that do. And uh, what I would also, you know, sort of fight for is youth having a voice. And especially when it comes to agriculture, and you know, on you know, many governmental levels and ministerial levels, you would hear, "Yes, believe in the youth. We have to focus on the youth." And blah blah blah. And then, you know, the talk is so cheap. You don't see them walking the walk. You know, so in the Caribbean, sometimes we would have like a a policy planning meeting, and let's hear what the youth have to say. But then none of the policy people are in the room. So they leave the young people in the room alone and then some one young person has a paper that they would write all these policies, what, what youths need to hear to then present to all these people. Like, why do we have to be separated? Yeah. You know, are we inferior to you? Are you, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I really try to kind of creatively advocate against this and, you know, we must be in the same room. I mean, Albert Einstein, Albert Einstein, he said that the youths are the create, the creative ones. You know, we are the geniuses. You know, I mean, we are the innovators. Yeah. You know, no offense to the elderly persons, but, you know, we must merge the conversations. You know, they have the experience, yes, but we have the now. You know, we have the, right. we have the in, we have the innovation, right? We have the ideas. So it's about merging that modernity and that legacy and, you know, really creating a balance to create a better world. 
Yeah. The spirit of the work you talk about is very positive. So this final question is probably right up your alley. Um, I hear you talking about agri-cool, about why, about all these things. And then I think that um, you come from a country that, as far as I can see from the outside, has probably one of the best traditions of this thing. So what would make you head to the streets in a positive way and maybe dance in the street for something or celebrate something in the streets uh, related to your work? Yeah, I think like something like, you know, agriculture being like really part of the the curriculum in the ministry of education, so in all schools, yeah. that that it maybe becomes a compulsory subject mm. because you know we have math and we have English that's compulsory. Yes, those things helps you to get through life. Yeah, but agriculture would help you to grow through life. Yeah, so you know. Make that a compulsory subject and, um, of course, making it cool as well, too. Not just the title agriculture, but making it really cool. That would make me really celebrate. And, um, you know, definitely having like a probably like a ministry of agriculture. Yes. <laughs> that would be like super amazing as well. So, yeah. Do you have a theme song? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Can you sing it? Yeah. So it goes like this. Why farm you say if you could you should? Why farm today if you don't to wood? Why farm do play the earth need food? Why farm I say silver greater good? Woo! Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Are there magical, special, unique things about you that we didn't learn that we would benefit from knowing about? There's some there's some little hidden superpowers that I have, yeah? Yeah, what are the top three? Hmm. One, you know, I really have this way about converting people to become agriholics just like myself so be <laughs> careful be careful um two you know i think through my performing arts so i play the steel pan yeah. it's the steel drum it's the best musical instrument in the entire world it's made from old oil drums yeah. and the drums that maybe cost three dollars they are now being sold for like seven thousand so it's like one of the best wow. upcycle project in the world yeah that is number two and number three what is number three yeah in my spare time i sometimes save the world <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you know, people often ask me, "Are you agriman, or is there another agriman?" So I was like, "That is a secret," you know. Are the photosynthesis are like a specific set of people, or is it kind of like the those the movement of of sisters who are part of it? Hmm, that's a good way to look at it. A good question. Yeah. So photosynthesis that came about because you know when we created agriman. People all over the world was like, where's Agri woman? Where's Lady Agri? You know, gender bias, blah, blah, blah. So we was like, yeah, that's, you know, point taken. So what we did, is we, we, we went to a camp and um, we asked kids to come up with a really cool name for a female version of Agri man, a female character. So, you know, we were like thinking, you know, Lady Agri and Agri woman and blah, blah, blah. Agri girl. The kids, I, I'm speaking about eight and nine year olds. Wow. They came up with the name Photosynthesis. So good. And it's like, how on earth did you guys come up with that? You know, we weren't thinking about that. And they, they, they gave us some drawings and, you know, we finally created the character last year. And um, we haven't had anyone as yet to play the role. Yeah. So I don't know if we are doing some auditions, if any yeah. one of you might want to play yeah. the role. <laughs> there's, a, there's a definite crew of lineup for the right. casting call. So. Yeah. So we're going to put that out very soon. <laughs> 
and have a call for a full of sisters across the world. I think it's going to really connect maybe even more than Agriman because people shake love female superheroes, you know? Yeah. Because you, you females are indeed superheroes, you know? Yeah. We agree. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> but you really are a superhero too and it has been contagious. There's nothing we can say to really bring forward the the truth of how much energy we felt just from getting a chance to connect you through the digital realm so thank you for being here thank you for participating thank you for being part of the eve family thank you i love spreading my energy (laughs) this was a tremendous opportunity to speak with you all and um you know i'm looking forward to having more amazing adventures all across the world and connecting with the e-team and sharing the message as we go forth globally into the agriverse thank you so much thank you